0: Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu, and I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and best considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going. So if you wanna keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC Chat live discussions and even if you do, then like, follow, share, retweet on, that's right, Twitter with my handle, The Marketing Anu, or join us um, in our LinkedIn group. That's um, called PPC Chat Roundup, a PPC Chat Roundup podcast. Um, or if you are on in, if you're on Instagram, check us out on there um, with the handle at PPC Chat underscore Roundup to get quotes and snippets from previous episodes. Today we're led by the awesome Julie baccini again, um, where we discuss a very descriptive topic uh, called the dumpster fire that is Facebook ad summer 2021. I kid you not, just go on Julie Buccini's or at um, ne- Neptune Moon uh, and check out, yeah, her handle and literally what she tweeted from now it's about six hours ago. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was very interesting. That was It was definitely interesting to lurk on this one because, Lord, there was... Um, loads of rants about the things that are not working around Facebook and even though it's unlikely I do hope that somebody from Facebook would have been listening to this chat just to get an idea of like you know what our major pain points are and um, what they could be doing better to improve in um c- upcoming updates anyway let's get right into the chat because it was quite a long one so um yeah hope you're ready i hope you've got a comfortable drink um in your hand or you've got a nice long walk ahead of you uh, to listen to all our thoughts about this topic uh so yeah julie welcomes us hello thank you for joining today ppc chat is sponsored by juno um just uno actually just in a social now and our topic today is the dumpster fire that is facebook ads summer 2021 but how are you all doing um so yeah roll call here again daniel Vardy, goes uh, this year is flying by we are already left in, in august no daniel it is 27th give me those three days left that we have We within four days that we have left let's make them count <laughs> august is not here yet it's here soon but not not quite yet anyway Julie uh, welcomes us saying as well saying doing well today hectic day but good stuff puppy's doing well in her training yay and taking a much needed day off tomorrow lovely for her um and then yeah we've got um yeah some other people coming in Carras, dan patterson's um, joins us as well um as well as um robert brady and he goes like the haze is pretty bad here in the west looking forward to some learning and some commiserating about facebook ads today So yeah, let's get right into it. Um, Julie asks us um, our first question of the day saying, are you currently managing any ad accounts on Facebook? If so, what industries are you advertising for? So nice, you know, soft one to start off with. Anders Horth replies, again, running campaigns for e-commerce FMCG for advertising, also active on Amazon. Also the occasional campaign for my wife's cafe in Paris, mainly boosting. Wow, that's lovely to have a cafe in Paris. Daniel Vardy goes, yes, quite a bit online edu eyewear hvac filters scott clark replies many retail e-commerce healthcare sass tourism agriculture b2b armina farid replies non-profit elham replies yes e-com conda ready replies biotech so yes quite a few people doing facebook ads um julia vice replies restaurant public sector retail auto if you read that right there is no e-com um, and very few website conversions to measure more on that soon, and within one of those, a bunch of branded partnership influencer work. Um, and as replies, yes, ecom is very challenging indeed from a tracking perspective. We run two two stage campaigns to get there. Ooh, that sounds. T- time yeah time consuming julia vice replies: since ios 14 everything uh, everything is challenging set up server conversions for my not conversion from the website we are measuring store visits server side conversions oh lord and his reply totally agree i'm h- trying to go holistic on this also wanting to move into facebook shops Not heard of that one. Interesting. Um, Julie replies, I actually don't have much um, happening on Facebook at the moment, oddly. I do find myself putting an asterisk in front of anything I say about advertising on Facebook now, though. Amit Cabra replies saying we are, the industries are a pretty wide range in lead generation and e-com. Melissa McKee replies, yep, B2B in the healthcare industry. Camille replies, health construction, home improvement, home decor. Sam replies, always running campaigns on Facebook IG of varying sizes from 1K to $10,000 um, per month to $50,000 per month um, runs the gamut. Um, so yeah, going on to question two now. Um, Julie asks, how has performance been lately? And I think this is where we'll get, kind of get some red faces possibly. Melissa replies, we're only running Tofu, so top of funnel campaigns in Facebook. They're actually performing well on the KPIs, which are not conversion related. Um, We've got Green Rope joining us as well, replying to question one saying, yes, tech software, marketing agency, and a non-profit. And then we have Amit replying to question two as well, saying it hasn't been horrible, but it also hasn't been great. Some accounts have stayed fairly cons- fairly consistent and some have seen slight declines, but nothing too massive. Attribution is our biggest issue right now. Yeah, I can imagine attribution will be an issue and isn't going to be get, getting better, I imagine with data privacy. And then we have um, Robert Brady replying to question two, saying using lead gen forms, things are good for reach or awareness things are good however we don't trust any conversion metrics in facebook right now and therefore aren't using automated bidding features and yeah you see facebook your automated solutions not working and Cami karat agrees with that we then have um julia vice replying to question two saying it's fine it's fine reach campaigns fine awareness sort of high frequency frequency but fine it's fine <laughs> Yeah, a lot of um find there. It reminds me of that um clip from friends of Ross when he was fine with um Joey and um Rachel going out. Anyway, everything is fine. Um, so Kamikaris replies to question two saying challenging thankfully heavy on brand awareness engagement or actions are often questionable depending on clients and replies performance on building audiences is great was that the question <laughs> currently experiencing some challenges on conversion tracking hmm yeah it looks like everybody else is as well she quickly takes us on to question three saying are you having any issues with conversion tracking and or attribution oh it's like she read and mind um is so what are you seeing and how long have you been experiencing issues or weird weirdness robert brady replies conversion tracking or attribution is such a mess i don't trust it at all right now wow at all um, Julia vice replies yes facebook is actually turning off ad sets based on whether domains are verified even if there was never there has never been a facebook website conversion used for the account and audience sizes are all over the place and loads of people agree with that um, Sam replies the delayed attribution is incredibly frustrating at times audience sizes are bonkers and we've needed significant time or resource investments in ensuring the pixel plus eight standard events are configured properly and his reply to that conversion tracking is increasingly challenging we didn't run a lot of direct conversion oriented campaigning on Facebook in the first place not a huge shock from it we use Facebook to build audiences we can retarget to sales performance is so so again i get, I'm I'll write that. Um, I'll say that last bit again. We use Facebook to build audiences. We can retarget to sales. Performance is so so. Ah, interesting. Um, You think you some of these new strategies? This is what we joined this chat for to hear about the new strategies are working. But looks. Like with Facebook, they're just loads of new strategies that aren't working. I mean, Cabra then goes, Yep, Facebook is incorrectly reporting back conversions. Often the conversion number is higher in Google Analytics than it, than it is on Facebook. It's been happening for the last several weeks. Um, Dan Patterson replies to question three, saying, We've seen a huge change in conversion metrics. It's rather annoying. Also, a piggyback to, piggyback to A1. I'm in the travel industry. Jordan Stark replies, saying that it's not a big thing. In reply to question three more of a complaint if the budget is managed at the ad set level I can't see the result at the campaign level just really annoys me you know Um, is that possible Dan replies to that saying I have a campaign doing that as well really bugs me so if you set budget at ad set level you can't see campaign level performance that really doesn't make sense Anyway, Julie then takes us on to question four saying how are audiences working for you lately? What types are you targeting or using interest, custom retargeting look alike? And have you seen a performance changes? Have you seen performance changes? Um, to that, we've got Riva Minkoff replying. i um, joining us, saying, um, "Lookalike audiences have picked up steam, especially on Facebook, and are becoming much more crucial to performance. I think in-market audiences might be one of Google Ads' coolest features." Okay, so taking a t- <laughs> when you when you when you're doing something and you can actually refer that Google is doing it better, you know you're really not doing something right. And a very nice um, interesting thread here that um, Anders has when he replied to Robert Brady when Robert had said conversion tracking attribution is much is such a mess. I don't trust it at all. Anders replied, want to hear a story about Facebook traffic sent via Amazon attribution to product listing there. Um, Huge success, huge success everywhere except in the tracking. Robert replies, would love to hear the whole story about how you set it up. And his replies, blood, sweat, tears. We send to um, product listings directly. Amazon attribution is tricky. We see very few conversions. Try explaining that to a client. Thousands of visitors sent to your product listings, but but high funnel. So click too much before buying. So attribution to AMZ oh, to Amazon. And then we have River Minkoff um, replying to question three saying yes, so many issues right now in reply to question three, saying 14.5 is wreaking havoc on Facebook tracking and attribution um, or did for two months, it seems. To be stabilizing. Oh, lucky them. She continues. Google trying to push people to data-driven attribution and then not being able to give them any idea of how that's been determined is a mess for cross-channel attribution. And um, we have Julia replying to question four, saying they're they're working fine. <laughs> that word fine again. But there's all really no way to plan campaigns with audience sizes so skewed right now. Estimated um impression and estimated reach are basically a crapshoot. And adding or removing interest has way larger effect than they used to um and then we've got some immediate to question forcing it's been a mixed bag from client to client for a few top of funnel has been a nightmare that i want to wake up from for some lookalikes are staring are starting to perform again remarketing has also been really finicky um, and then yeah, we've got um, Julia, um, Julie re- Yeah, replying to um, Julia Vice's answer to question four. And um, Melissa had said uh, yeah, exactly. This interest seems to be the only targeting with scale anymore. Really tough for B two B. Julie replies. I suspect. I suspect this is because of two factors. Facebook already has a ton of info about people's interests stored up. Two, they can continue to compile interest data from your in Facebook activity, way less impacted by iOS opt out. So yeah, the information they already have can be used for a long, long time already effectively for them. And we have team Halloran replying to question three going totally. Yes. Since May 1st, Google analytics is reporting more conversions than Facebook's UI. First time I can remember having that problem. And also an interesting reply here when um, Reva had said in reply to question three, saying Google trying to push people to data-driven attribution and then not being able to give them any idea of how that's being determined is a mess for cross-channel attribution. Julia Vice replied, not sure how that's related to Facebook tracking, which is the topic today. Are you seeing lots of conversion drops, drop-offs in your GA mismatches between GA and Facebook? Um, Reva replies, lots of mismatches between GA and Facebook and Facebook and third-party tracking. Also big drop off within facebook itself from the new cookie lens um yeah and Julia vice replies yeah i'm basically waving cookies goodbye already at least for big blue so yeah for facebook people are already seeing drop off um due to cookies Tim Halloran reply to question four saying interests are doing much better lately for me. Um LLA stopped performing together for a little while, but I've been re-uploading them and making them wider, and that's helped six to ten percent. Um and then we've got Sam um, replying to question four, I believe, saying that I tend to be focusing on audiences in the following priority order: one remarketing or customer list, most durable, two look alike audiences, three, interests or behaviors on Facebook or IG four placements, especially stories, five interests or behavioral off Facebook or IG least durable. He continues, basically, I have more confidence in audiences than Facebook, that Facebook can populate exclusively via their ecosystem versus those that might rely on third party data, either in whole or in part. And then, yeah, we have um, another reply from Melissa McKee um, in reply to Julia Vice's talk about, um, yeah, answers question four, saying that's the, uh, yeah, that, you know, They're working fine, but there's really no way to plan campaigns with audience sizes so skewed right now. She continues, Yeah, we've left Facebook off a lot of recommendations because we just couldn't get the targeting honed in. LinkedIn is so much better in this area. Um, yeah, and this is when we're going into talking about B2B as well. Um, and Julia replies, Can we talk about the weakening of retargeting audiences too? I used to love advertising on LinkedIn to then retargeting on Facebook, not nearly what you used to be now. Wow! Yeah, you see a lot of people doing that. Gosh, has that gotten really bad now? Julie replies to that, saying they um, continuing, saying Facebook's superpower used to be that they could literally find me more people like these or people or customers now it struggles to do it at scale and Andrew McGarry replies 100% any tactic in paid media that works too well gets exploited to the point where it annoys customers did the industry bring this on themselves it's not entirely Apple's fault Mm. Julia Vice replies it's not even close to Apple's fault after the last five years we've had branding themselves as privacy focused is is exactly the right move I just wish it was actual privacy rather than building their own and system on hoarded data yeah building their system on data that they've already been collecting for years and years so we're now going to question five and julie asks us are there things that used to work fabulously in your accounts that seem no longer to work or don't work as well does it vary by account and or industry or any other factor. Before we get to do that, Anders Horth replies, question Seeing Facebook audiences. This is Facebook's superpower. We primarily target interest and demographics to mimic personas when they exist. It helps us reach the right audiences and then retarget to sales in a stage two. Happy with the low rowers as we are high. Funnel. And then Tim Halloran replies to question five saying, I've more or less given up on tough B2B behavior filters, job titles, industry, etc. Used to work for me, but the data is weak now. Riva Minkoff replies to question five saying, Can we all acknowledge the drop off in conversion tracking from Facebook when it switched to 14.5 because of the new cookie lens? I don't think performance actually changed, but it looks like it did. And then we have Julia Vice replying to question five saying, Rip store visits, reach and a." awareness still works so that's something and there's replies to question five saying can I say the word business manager but it did did it ever work well the time we spend on getting those right wow um and then we've got um yeah Greenberg provides great tips from digital sam i am so sam when he talked about you know his five go-to in terms of focusing on audience in the following priority orders um yeah that was a definitely very good tip um great one from sam dan, Ta- dan Patterson replies to question five saying is it too broad to say Facebook in general (laughs) yes too broad Dan what do you hate about Facebook sure that you can find loads of things um and so julie replies to um anders where anders had said should i be blunt about talking about business manager um yeah let's be totally blunt shall we the entire back end of facebook ads was built as if the concept of someone other than the page owner managing the ads account is an extremely rare situation no it's a very common situation now uh-huh we've got from julia vice saying the behavior of their account team is aligned with this setup facebook is not the agent sees friends. Anders replies, Account teams, you privileged you. <laughs> yeah, Julia Vice replies, Oh, yes, I'm a spoiled little hold co-, hold co brat. Whatever you're imagining we get as support, it's way less in reality. Oh, I have been there," replies Anders. "But you have someone to push it to, at least." <laughs> and Julia Vice laughs at that. I imagine she finds that very hard as well. Julie takes us on to question six, saying, "Have you found anything new that seems to be working for you right now? Um, does it vary by account or industry or any other factor?" Um, and then, yeah, we've got first of all, um. Dog R. Thomas replying to Reva when um, Reva said, can we acknowledge the dropping off in conversion tracking from Facebook when it switched to 14.5 because of the new cookie lens? And Doug replies, I'm not doing much in Facebook anymore, but that is my belly feel in the situation. We couldn't verify the ROAS that Facebook was claiming on our e-commerce account before. And that was um, and the what we could verify hasn't changed a bit. In my opinion, Facebook was over attributing before. Andrew replies, there's plenty of investigative journalism that supports the over-reporting aspect, Facebook ad tech allegedly likes to fake it till you make it. Oof there was an imposter syndrome talk by um, Joe Glover from the marketing meetup and the topic was imposter syndrome but a very different kind I think you should watch that one as well though very useful talking about imposter syndrome anyway back to Facebook and the naughtiness they get up to Doug Art replies part of it was that Facebook doesn't or didn't differentiate view through and click through conversations from what I understand which whatever number wave my well, number rank um River Minkoff totally true but was but was happening even with the click-through ones or catalog conversions um and then yeah we've got um some more answers for question six Julia vice going um yeah video is still going strong can't say new stuff is working well video is still going strong can't say new stuff is working well bummer And in reply to question six, we've got Andrew McGarry replying, yeah, power of video remains king. Doesn't surprise me when above average watch metrics results from great looking creative, that hasn't changed. So yeah, great creative, use videos, um, get on top of that. I have seen a lot of like companies popping up of, you know, creating you know, video creative, easier creative um these days. And I feel that it's all with that line of, you know, if you have good video creatives, yeah, your performance of your campaigns will do a lot better. And then we have Tim Halloran replying to question six saying using events to gauge optimization, priorities in Facebook, but besides that, I'm using a custom attribution model, courtesy of tanner, tanner in um, power bi for the majority of success six success signals these days gives me more predictability and consistency across accounts And then going on to question seven, we've got Julie asking, are you thinking about and or are clients asking about moving some or all of their ad budgets away from Facebook to other platforms? If so, what platforms are you considering instead of Facebook? Um, and yeah, we have, um, River Minkoff replying to this saying that we've seen clients pause Facebook because of all the tracking or attribution issues, hopefully going back on as soon as they're all sorted. Yeah, is tracking attribution issues ever really gonna be sorted? Um, Dan Patterson replies, I'm definitely thinking about it. Julia Vice replies, not pulling spend, but very much considering other options. TikTok has been fairly strong. Talk about a rudimentary platform, as has Snap, Pinterest, and of course LinkedIn for B2B. Daniel Vardy replies, not moving away per se, but testing new initiatives, trying influencer campaigns on Facebook or IG. And YouTube is one example where we have never done anything. Here we go. There's an opportunity. Anders replies to question six, saying new on Facebook as in not being there yet. For e clients, I want to build full funnel campaigns on Facebook and drive users or to a Facebook shop. I want users to discover, engage, explore and purchase right there on Facebook. Um, Julie replies to question seven, saying LinkedIn is getting a harder look from clients who previously thought it was too expensive. Yeah, that's been the um, yeah usual usual response to use LinkedIn too expensive some Twitter interests for B2B as well I'd say this period feels like hedging getting serious about trying out alternative platforms just in case Um. Julia Rep- Julia Vice replies you know I really don't agree with the too expensive view it's premium for sure but it's because they just suppress their own impression. They don't want to annoy users with ads. Please reward that behavior. That's a very good point. Julie replies I agree on that value for the targeting granularity and accuracy. And in the grand scheme of things, it is not expensive, really, if you test enough and you put enough budget aside. Yeah, there are high CPMs for sure. And then there's high value conversions. If properly managed, it can be really good. And Julie replies, and as I said earlier, I used to love advertising on LinkedIn for the granular targeting and then retargeting people, retargeting people over on Facebook. I hate the GDN, so I'm trying to figure out retargeting for more expensive LinkedIn traffic on less expensive platform not Facebook. Um, and then, yeah, we have Andrew McGarry replying to question seven saying, Twitter, for top of funnel underestimated, it won't solve your last click ROAS woes, but it will deliver awareness for a lot less than Facebook. TikTok surely is biggest ad budget threat to incumbents. And it replies, beyond Facebook, we wanna go on TikTok. <laughs> that was an inverted commas. Um, Tim Halloran replies, um, yeah, yes, generally just to another channel that's working for them, usually Google. I. Uh, I've also spent much time in Adelphic programmatic is where my head is at these days. Ooh, I go where the details, um, because I go where the I go where the data is even (laughs) is what he's put a hashtag on yeah if the data is going programmatic go to programmatic I don't think people talk enough about programmatic so Tim does that data that you're seeing please write something about that tell us what's going on Daniel Vardy replies to question six we found that one reporting things not from Facebook either GA or an attribution platform was working better to decide on budgets Two lead ads campaigns worked way better than sending to site three video ads work very well um when they are good for consolidated structure um and then i wish what i believe is the last question of the day Do we have question eight from julie saying if facebook is listening (laughs) is there anything you'd like to say to them or request for the ads platform do better. Um also Anders reply saying Twitter ads not on my radar. TikTok, yay, try something new. As you can't track anything these days, might as well go for innovation. Melissa McKee replies please add better B2B targeting in reply to question eight. Expand job titles, add skills and seniority. Basically copy LinkedIn <laughs> I was gonna be like those those targeting options might sound very familiar. Yeah. So Reva minkoff replies please fix the reporting to, to question eight the lack of totals cross campaigns plus um over um or ad sets or ads etc can be very frustrating robert brady develop an offline editor tool they don't have one still although google ads editor does annoy me but it's really great for bulk updates um so yeah Facebook, if you're listening, develop an offline editor tool. Dave Galleguez replies to question seven, saying, Have to expand beyond the walled gardens of Google or Facebook. Sure, entering other walled gardens in the process, but need to test and iterate. But what are those things that you're testing, Dave? Share with us. Sharing is caring. Um, and then Tim in reply to question eight actually um, gives us, attaches a tweet he had done before going, um, I've got a couple of ideas on how you can spend that extra $55 billion, Cracks knuckles, offline editor, here we go, increase number of support reps and support reps, not just sales reps, dedicated human support for disapprovals. Yes, that'd be great. Enhanced training for agency reps, bring back DAAS integrations with Oracle and others to improve ad product. Um, and then, yeah, Melissa McKee replies to Tim Halloran, going there. Yeah, offline editor is huge. Um, Julia Weiss also has a cracks knuckles moment in reply to question eight, um, saying, um, bring back store visits. I don't know what the problem is here. Uh, also, get an offline editor. Everyone's suggesting that. This browser based platform is so middle school, it hurts. Um, Also use certification for approvals please it will teach your algorithms Um, and then yeah Julia Vice replies to um, Julie Julie Cilipuccini and talking about Um, yeah, LinkedIn is getting harder look, uh, you know, we've moved away from too expensive. Um, yeah, Julia Vice goes, yeah, Twitter, Twitter is very awesome for B2B in my experience. Um, Melissa replies, we've found Twitter to be hit or miss for B2B. If you can find the right follower lookalikes and or hashtag, it's great. Otherwise not so much. Julia Vice replies, that's truly the key. The right followers and conversations. If you ladies want, I'm happy to jam on what i found successful i can say around i can stay around um for a bit after this that's very interesting and um yeah julie replies yes please absolutely and i wonder when that chat chat happens um <laughs> share your thoughts for, for b2b thoughts so julia Vasco is nice so i have a few ideas i'll try i'll try and keep it coherent prose SMB targeting, use conversations about business ownership and local biz hashtags. Cities or state or provinces are good ones. In a separate ad group, use follower or lookalikes and test them against each other. Use follower or lookalikes and test them against each other she continues still on smbs in another ad group publications for small businesses in your area here it's like because businesses or business in vancouver the thing the kind of thing um that kind of thing these three sets will each have different results to play around and of course one for retargeting from LinkedIn. Um, for any size, any size tech chats work really nicely as to topic chats for embedded journalists. If you want people who follow Bloomberg reporters or WSJ reporters, um, so Wall Street Journal, um, Twitter is where it's at, and those folks tend to be your business audiences. Oh interesting. So yeah, some specific, um, really great, um, targeting, um, um, ideas and and tips from julia vice there and how to use twitter for b2b so yeah i hope you all find that very useful i did I feel like i'll be taking some of that Um, julie also replies question eighteen: offer real support for all advertisers especially with the seemingly random disapprovals and disabling of ad accounts since march 2020 offline editor as well um and as horse replies dear facebook could you fix bis- fix business manager by fix i mean totally redo that from scratch and put some common sense into it and then have a ux designer work on on it so yeah start from scratch and yeah we've um before we go i'll give um andrew mcgarry's um last answer we're in, co- saying completely redesign and manage um and sorry completely redesign ad manager ux or kill it with fire either one <laughs> Don't know how you kill a a tech tool Um, with fire. We've got also Daniel Vardy replying, saying "Um, you lose so much conversion rate moving from Facebook to site. I think they will also benefit businesses could do a like an Amazon store and shop or compete a transaction on their platform—it sort of exists now, but not really. Scott Clark replies, "Your support is way broken. We need tiered support for expert advertisers who, for some reason, don't yet deserve a dedicated rep, but still have 20 plus accounts and millions in spends. Many support chat reps couldn't pass a 101 blueprint." Course, ooh, that says a lot. Um, he continues saying that uh, more clarity and warning before disab- disabling ad accounts. Not everyone is trying to reverse engineer your policies, we're just trying to help clients rebuild their accounts. Don't assume we're looking for ways to break the rules. Um, Daniel Vardy also continues saying, got to fix this crap with business manager needing 50 permissions for things, verify domain, control, AEM, audiences, page, blah, blah, blah. Just one permission to do it all. Thanks to uploading a BS where it doesn't just screw up everything. Uploading a BS business sheet is what I think that could be because I don't think he means um bullshit oof there's been a lot of swearing on this chat because people are annoyed and i understand um but yeah we come to the end of the that chat right now um it's been a great just hearing people's thoughts and rants and annoyances um with facebook ads i hope you've taken some good great takeaways there especially from julia vice and that set of tips for using twitter for b2b um but yeah if you want to chat about this topic if you want to chat more about you know or you want to give some more answers to some of the questions that were asked and um, you didn't get a chance to hear join us on thursday on um twitter spaces uh, where that julie will be hosting um so that will be 12 p.m eastern time 5 p.m gmt um so yeah join us there for any feedback about the podcast or even maybe some corrections on anything that has been shared um yeah do get in touch with me on twitter my dms are definitely open the handle is at the marketing anu or join us on our linkedin group which is um the pbc chat roundup uh podcast group um and would love to share your share your insights, or share. Um, have you share? You know anything of your experiences with Facebook that you'd like help on? And finally, remember for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye, and speak to you next week.